An entrepreneur's journey is one of self-discovery. Improving your business relies on knowing your customers, knowing your team, and knowing yourself. Today on the Financial Operating Base, we speak with Chandra Adusi, U.S. Navy veteran and small business consultant on maintaining a healthy mindset towards business improvement and scalability. Welcome to the Financial Operating Base, a podcast and community to help you, the veteran entrepreneur, to navigate the terrain and accomplish your mission of business success. And joining us today, we have Chandra Aduse, U.S. Navy veteran and small business consultant. Chandra, thanks for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me, Jeff. Well, let's dive right in. Um, tell us about your time in service um, and then how you transitioned into business and into being a small business owner. So I started out as a surface warfare officer, and I served from 2005 until about 2011. It's like to say six and a half years. <laughs> and uh, during that time, I also... Uh, did an IA or individual augmentee billet to Afghanistan, supporting first to a third and the coast province. And, you know, that was really one of the best and worst tours I've ever had in the military. One of the best because I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about operating in joint teams, but also the worst is because, you know, you, you were, you were in war and you got to see a a side of humanity that you don't always get to see. Um, and I lost a lot of good friends during that time. So after that war, it really, it fundamentally changed the way I looked at my own career in the military. And I decided that I wanted to pursue other things in life that were of interest to me and, and wanted to find my passions outside of the military. So I started in corporate America like most uh, ex-military folks and became a DOD contractor, but then really found some footing in being a project manager and enjoyed working with other business owners and business segments in corporate America and ultimately, you know, decided to start my own uh, business consulting practice. And, you know, during COVID-19 at the beginning, it, it all kind of aligned at that moment to, um, to launch, to launch a small business consultancy practice that I now have. So talk about that transition specifically from um, corporate America into small business ownership. Um, what was that thought process? What, what did the planning look like um, to set you up to launch? Well, surprisingly, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you start your your business on the side while you still have a job. But for me, that wasn't the case because I had recently had my daughter and I went back to work, but my health started to decline. So I ended up having to take a step back from corporate America. I tried the stay at home mom uh, for about a month and realized, you know, I got to do something. <laughs> so, um, I started digging into what it was that I really wanted to do and how I wanted to serve uh, my community 
nationally, globally, uh, to make a more positive impact on people's lives, right? And so that's where ultimately it led me towards this uh, role as a business consultant. Hey, Chandra, it's Joe. Um, you, hey. you, you have that like sort of classically lined up uh, experience progression. You're in the military, um, you saw the big side, corporate America, and then now right. you've been living in the a small to mid-sized business. Um, you know, what would you tell somebody that's maybe getting out of the military now and, you know, they, they have entrepreneurial aspirations. Um, do you think there's value in that stepping stone or stopping point in the large corporate, um, you know, part of business? Or do you think, you know, would your transition have been different if you'd gone straight from the military uh, into something small and entrepreneurial? I think for what I provide to my clients, which are systems and processes, um, as well as, you know, figuring out how, how to, how to execute their business. It was important for me to make that pit stop in corporate America to see how larger corporations do it successfully and how they grow their internal departments, their internal business units exponentially utilizing those processes. Because what I've done is, is take, that's my coworker in the background. Uh, what I've done is, you know, take some of those, those systems, right? And we rework them manipulated them, you know, tore them down and, and refigured them to make sense for a small business model. Very interesting. Um, tell us a little bit more about the type of clients that you serve and, and who you work best with and things like that in, in your current business. Yeah, I've decided that I wanted to focus on the mompreneur community. Um, and you know, my why was, was based on my own uh, personal experience. I was raised by an entrepreneur. You know, she started her accounting firm and back in 1990, excuse me, 1988. And it took her about 15 years to finally uh, make it so that this business could sustain the type of, of lifestyle that she wanted. And then doing additional research, I realized that 88% of women-owned businesses make less than $100,000 a year. And so why is that? There's so many different variables associated with that. But I, I strongly feel that having a person to partner with, like a business consultant, can really change uh, those statistics for the, for the better. And, and we can flip them instead of having 88% making less than 100K, we could have 88% making more than 100K. So that's, that's why I moved into this role. And that's my ultimate goal is to see women-owned businesses, you know, make, make a, a, an income that can sustain their quality of life. You bring up an excellent point. We, when we think about higher revenue for a business or higher income for an individual, what we're really talking about is scalability of that business. So um, can you give us some examples? And maybe that's, that's what you're providing people. You're saying you have a business idea, 
but then here comes Chandra and she's going to make it into a scalable business idea. So without putting right. words into your mouth, is that sort of what you're doing and, and how do you go about doing that with someone, you know, once they have a, a business up and running? That is a great question. So there's two parts, right? There's a person who has, I have this idea for business, but I don't know if it's viable. And then you have the person that, hey, I have this business. It's not where it needs to be. And I'm not sure how to make it bigger. And so with those two folks, we look at, well, who is it that you're trying to serve, right? And is your message translating well on how, onto how they how they purchase, right? How they shop for goods or services. A lot of times when people are trying to start a business or grow a business, they, they miss that customer discovery piece through no intention of their own, right? I mean, we're so excited to start a business that we sometimes forget people don't speak our language, right? <laughs> Within that yeah. business. So we, so we work on, on their customer discovery piece. We also look at how they can leverage their time and money so that they can scale it. A lot of folks want to go bigger, but they don't know necessarily understand what's required or what needs to be implement, implemented in order to scale towards that massive revenue goal. Uh, with with uh, mompreneur businesses in particular, I've noticed a lot of businesses, they have a very a very robust uh, detailed goal but there are some there's some pieces within their current business model that don't necessarily jive with that it could be pricing right how they're pricing their products or services it could be what market they're trying to serve it could be their position in a sea of you know massive amounts of competitors so we want to look at their business from a holistic point of view 360 degrees and figure out, okay, where, where are the pain points? Where are the challenges? How can we get rid of those? And also how can we um, take what you have, take what you know, and then scale it so that you are working more on your business than within your business, right? A lot of folks, when they're trying to scale a business, they think, okay, I need to do X, Y, Z. And what I help them understand and implement is taking the I out of the equation and looking at how they can leverage other people in growing their business. Big robust answer and, and I loved it. Um, you actually said my favorite phrase in business, which is customer discovery, because yeah. I think that that's the one that a lot of entrepreneurs kind of sometimes don't get. Um, you know, everyone thinks of the, you know, the, the big archetype rock star entrepreneur, the Elon Musk's of the world, and mm -hmm. I'm putting something on the ground that no one's ever thought of and everyone's going to buy it. But really it's this issue of you have an idea, how do you turn the idea into a business like you mentioned, mm -hmm. or, you know, so, so that's an ego check and, and a acceptance of humility when you have to tinker with what you're doing to make it fit the market. Um, and then the right. second is like you mentioned to scale in a way you have to let go a little bit you have to trust others to execute your vision. So to talk a little bit about maybe some of the interactions you've had uh, with clients you work with um, and how they get over that, how they, they are, you know, are able to let go a little bit and let others work with their vision or that they're able to have the, the courage to change their vision because they need to fit it to the market. Right. It, it goes back to, 
you know, utilizing my project management routes and really coming up with a key stakeholder agreement and a clear communication strategy, right? If you can't, you, the business owner, can't articulate your vision and mission, that's where we, the business consultant and the business owner can get together and really massage that message and put clear um, roles and responsibilities around it and an action plan to that so that they can confidently tell another person or delegate an action or task to another person that understands the why of it and how it needs to be conducted. And I think a lot of times when business owners are, are trying to hire folks or are having an issue letting it go is because no one is going to do it just like them. But if you're going to scale, you're going to have to understand that no one is going to do it like you because they're not you. So what is what metric can you measure their success by in order for you to feel confident about letting go of some of that stuff? Some of those things that, that are taking away from your genius in growing your business. So I had a client that did everything, did the bookkeeping, did the marketing, uh, you name it, that person did it. And they were running themselves ragged. So we stepped in and said, hey, look, what is it that you need to focus on? Well, I, I need to focus on, you know, building, building these particular products for my target market. Great. What do you need to delegate in order to do that? Well, I can't delegate anything. Okay, so, so it was also a mindset shift that we needed to work on with this particular person. And it was also helping that person develop a, a handbook, so to speak, on how to delegate certain tasks. You know, if somebody was going to take over the bookkeeping, this is how, you know, outlining a clear, in clear detail, a process for which they were going to take over that bookkeeping. And so over time, you know, this person was able to let go of things and find relief in knowing that they're doing it in accordance with how, you know, that person wanted, wanted their business to be run. Does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. And, and even taking the approach of having to shift someone's mindset is, is often a big task, which requires of them some level of self-reflection and self-discovery. And you've had plenty of that yourself with your deployment to Afghanistan, which you described and, and how it really made you rethink things. And then um, when you were a, a stay-at-home mom and then you were reevaluating how you wanted to re-enter the business world as an entrepreneur, um, are you going through any of that uh, self-discovery, self-evaluation among COVID-19 because um, there's a lot of disruptions to a lot of people's lives. So is that something that you're coming across now um, as you try to run your business in this environment? Personally and professionally every day. I see it in my clients every day and it's been an eye-opening experience. I have patience I didn't know I had. <laughs> my kids are still alive, so that's wonderful. <laughs> hey, victory. Um, right. I have never been more thankful for teachers uh, and daycare providers than I have during this time. And it's definitely reshaped the way 
a lot of people now look at work-life balance and how to manage, you know, home life with your business. And, um, you know, I, I like to quote Sheryl Sandberg, you know, you can have it all, just not at one time. <laughs> Just not necessarily right. at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so it's really been a, a wonderful exercise in balancing, you know, work and family life, you know, making sure that my children are still getting, getting some sort of education and that um, the businesses that I serve are still uh, being served in a way that adds value to what they're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. And Chandra, we know um, you're, you're busy like it's going out of style. And we discussed that as we started the call here. So we're going to let you go. But before you go, um, uh-huh. to the folks that uh, listen to the podcast, um, if this struck a chord in them and they, they have some questions for you or want to get in contact, what's the best way for listeners to get in contact with you? They can reach out to my website, uh, com. More than happy to set up uh, a free complimentary phone call and, you know, see what we can do to get them on track or point them towards resources that, that, can, that can support them. That's excellent. We appreciate your time today and we appreciate what you're doing for clients. And um, we know your husband uh, is still on active duty. We wish him the best uh, in taking Thank care you. of, uh, you know, his troops through uh, this tough time. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. And we leave you today with a quote from Aristotle. Knowing yourself is the beginning of all wisdom. Thanks for joining us on the Financial Operating Base podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so send us your questions or feedback to financialoperatingbase at gmail.com.